You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. We've known each other for how long now? Like Maybe a couple years. Maybe a couple years. First of all, thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. Really appreciate it. Yourself, you also do podcasts as well. And you're one of those people that are you know, truly you know, being themselves at all times. So thank you for being on the oh, podcast. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm DJ Rhonda Rocks. <laughs> yeah, well, um, first of all, like, um, yeah, we were just talking about literally two seconds ago, like how we met, and it was through um, our mutual friend Jess. Yeah. Um, those who know, it's Jess Too Sick, and, um, you know, she's also been on the podcast as well. Yes, you can, I listened to you guys' episode. Yeah, so for those who are listening right now, you can find her episode on the website. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I remember that day too. I remember like someone who I'd want to have a, a like a longer conversation with, but yeah. it just wasn't the time, you know. Yeah. But, but not even when we started uh, running into each other so more yeah. and more often. Yeah. And that's how it is. It's just like you you meet someone and then like you just keep running into them. Right. Not intentionally either. It's just like they just yeah. keep coming into your space, you know. Right. So yeah, definitely. The universe. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So so where are you from? I'm from Queens, New York. Mm. Uh, born and raised. And where, where specifically, for those who know? Um, I want to say St. Albans, but if you know, you don't know Queens, then I would say Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. 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 For those, this is like generally. Yeah. yeah. And like I was saying, I went to St. John's for a year, so I was right off of like just Utopia. Right. Yeah. Like that's so, yeah, it's not too far. It's like about 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And siblings as well or just yourself? I have two older brothers. Okay. Yeah. And did you like being the youngest? Or? I mean, I'm the only girl. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind of like <laughs> I'm the only child, really. Right, like, yeah. right, right, right. So, Definitely. Yeah. And do they both still live in New York? Or yeah, they both still live in New York. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So for you, I mean, people know you for DJing, but like, was music always something you were getting into or involved in, or like what we do um, as a kid? Well. <laughs> Uh, you would have thought I was going to the league. Yeah. I pl- <laughs> I played uh, basketball like most of my life, like since fourth grade yeah. all the way into college. And then right. after school, then I had came back home and, you know, got like a regular job. I was working. Mm-hmm. And then I also started uh, modeling. So I was I was doing things within the field and I was, you know, I had different uh, networks. So uh, music was always there. My brother also DJ. Mm. So um you know, it was, music was always like in my life. Um, I didn't start actually deciding that I wanted to DJ until about August 2017. Wow. Um, yeah, so I made that decision and then I had went out and I had bought equipment. And then like now I'm just watching YouTube videos mm. and I'm trying to like teach myself actually like, yeah. you know, the basics of DJing, but that was boring. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay, how can I, like what am I gonna do to actually like get out there and like start getting booked and things like that so Mm. I just reached out to like you know different people in the networks that I know like you know thank God for all the people that I know for real it's a blessing yeah I got up with a friend that introduced me to um, a good friend of mine now uh, DJ Ernst and uh, he started teaching me how to DJ Mm. so like he's a turntablist he's like really nice like one of the nicest teachers I know yeah and um, he taught me on that so first I bought a controller but so that was what I was practicing Mm. on at home Mm -hmm. but then when I would get up with him we would practice on the turntable yeah so it's like so I'm learning that and then 
a few months later, I got up with another DJ, uh, DJ Draz mm. or Draz DJ, mm-hmm. and he's also a turntable. He's like very nice. Yeah. And um, he had more time with me. Ernst was um, a little busy at the time, right. so Draz actually like taught me like sound. He cut the computer mm. off on me, mm. and like I would get up with him more. Like so, it would be like after work days i'm off like i was mm. super dedicated to like actually learning the skill of djing yeah so like he taught me how to count everything like and actually like learn on turntables so that was like the first thing that i actually got to learn on even though i bought a controller right and then it's like i didn't even want to use the controller anymore because right. it's like <laughs> it's so tiny it's so small it's like but it's like most of the places you dj now have like cdjs or mm-hmm. they're using controllers right. now i um i have my own turntables i still use control and yeah. things like that but whatever now I could just play on anything mm. first of all that's a, that's a lot you just like oh, no yeah. I think that's you know even that journey you're technically gifted you're super talented at what you do but like that journey of sort of like learning and yeah. like taking the time to like mess up and figure it out and like yeah. do things over and over and over and over again it's like that that's really where all that comes from you know to where you're at now when you're like traveling and doing all these other things it's like those days of sort of like learning you know are, are really the most important yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. And, and also I, I didn't know you you were also nice at ball too because like yeah i played ball in my life too so were you playing like um like in your school and also like travel basketball yeah as well? i played in AU. AU, yeah, i played yeah. uh What's, I played what team were you on uh au i played in um queen's finest i played in um long island lightning long island I, lightning I played, yo. yeah <laughs> Wow, yeah, I played yeah, on yeah, yeah. like a lot of teams. Wow. Like I played in like Uptown Challenge. I, I played at uh, Roy Wilkins in Nike Swoosh tournament. Uh-huh. I played like every <laughs> tournament, like everything, like literally. Like you, know, you I'm telling you, the thought like I was back. going to the league. Like, so, seriously. So uh, I mean, I also played AAU ball, and uh, yeah. I played in upstate New York. Uh, uh, and then okay. a team called the Albany City Box. And then yeah. we would like come down to the city and play in tournaments like Rumble in the Bronx and other tournaments and play Long Island Lightning. And yeah. I think um, one of the players uh, was Corey Fisher or I forget. Ah, uh, that sounds like. But he yeah. played for Long Island Lightning. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, that, that's why that just came yeah. right back to me. Like I think anyone from wow. Queens played in Long Island Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> like, that yeah, was like the yeah, go-to yeah. team. And yeah. there was there was like this summer tournament too. It was like called IS8. It was at like. Oh school. yeah, did like they still have games. Yeah, like I did play IS8. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See, see, yeah, like, and so for me, like, I was living upstate, so the only time I would play in those leagues was during, obviously, during the summer. So, right. like, my high school basketball team would sign up and just, like, play. You know, yeah. we played ISA, we played um, Dykeman um, one year. Um, yeah, so we were just like, so I fully understand that lifestyle too. Yeah, like, I guess when I like started DJing, it was mm. like, oh, it's new, like, oh, what, you're not like balling, but people yeah. people still like uh, inquire about, you know, basketball with me. And yeah. I still like free play, but it's yeah, not yeah. like, it's like serious. Know, yeah. 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 In, in case somebody wants to know, yeah. like, you can like check them right. real quick. You know, yeah. that's important, you know, just to let them yeah. know. You gotta remind people right. sometimes, right. you know, you yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the process in terms of learning how to DJ. Um, what was that like for you? Did you feel like it came naturally or was it something you really had to like focus and apply yourself to really get into that flow? Or was it just like, this is music, this is me? Uh, see, I already had um, song selection. Yeah. So yeah. song selection is very important. Yeah. So um, 
And what is that for people who aren't DJs and like they okay. get song selection? That's right. what that means. Yeah. Meaning you know you have to know what to play for the crowd that you're playing for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Song selection. Mm-hmm. Like you know it has to go with what it is your your environment. Yeah. You know, um, I already had that. I already like have that. That's a skill to have. I feel like. Definitely. And, yeah. Um, but now with DJing, it's like okay, you know what song you want to play now. It, songs go by BPMs, like, but sometimes you might want to play a song that's like 70 BPM. That will be like these new trap songs that's right. about 70, 75 BPMs. But then you might want to play a little something more up tempo, like maybe something like 93 to 100 are like my favorite BPMs. Yeah, it's like all the classic yeah. tracks, like you know, uh, 90s old school music mm-hmm. and things like that. As I learn, like, as I go on with my skill. Mm-hmm. You can transition songs through like wordplay or like you can use effects. But if you want to stay within the same range, then you have to know how to mix. Mm -hmm. Um, It was it wasn't easy. Like, Mm -hmm. no, like and it's like learning on turntables. It's not because it's like if you don't really know how to count, then I don't know how good your transitions (laughs) will be. Right. So Mm -hmm. some songs only have like two beats per minute, but it's usually four or eight or Mm -hmm. four or eight counts. And um, you just have to know how to actually do that. So uh, when I was first learning, uh, Draz would turn the computer off because mm. he doesn't want me to look at the screen because now I'm looking mm. at the screen to make the... Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, no, listen to the actual song and mm. then figure out how you, you want the next song to be played. Mm. So he did that a couple of times and he also is listening. So I will be there for hours. Next thing you know, it's like one o'clock in the morning. Like, oh, I yeah. work tomorrow. Like, yeah, yeah, for real. And then, um, but he would listen like, nope, do that one again. Like, mm. go, we have to do this again. And then I got thrown into the fire. Like, he mm-hmm. pretty much took me out to like um, all of his gigs and i was uh just going to just just being there and he was like okay get on real quick mm. and of course i'm nervous yeah, um yeah, yeah, the yeah. first place i actually dj'd um with him and this is when i first met him right, too right 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 uh was at casablanca okay and, yeah yeah, yeah that's a and <laughs> he was playing on turntables there mm. and that was like and i was with um one of my best friends and he just like yeah get up let me just see what wow, you can do wow. and then now i'm on his computer and i'm just i'm song selection is great yeah but my transitions were terrible mm, they were mm, so bad mm, they were so bad but he yeah. just kind of threw me out there but as time went on then like i got a little better and he yeah. would only put me in uh situations he know i could handle right right so right. like yeah. um and with that experience of me just actually okay now i have people in front of me yeah. now i can play for people mm. um it, it gets better with time yeah and you yeah. just get more confidence yeah. as you do it right you know? exactly and, and, and you find your own style right of how you want to dj yeah um i also was going out to see how other DJs are playing. Right, right, right. Just to get an idea of, mm. like, what's happening. Mm. Yeah, me, definitely, so. definitely. And I, and I can almost imagine, too, like, I've been to Casablanca as well, and, like, depending on the night, I'm pretty sure it could even be, like, like kind of pressure. You feel like, you know, yo, this is, like, a crowd that understands music. Right. They, like, they want to dance. So, yeah. like, you know, that, that feeling of being thrown right into the fire probably was... It wasn't easy, probably. No, no? it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I was ner- it was a lot of yeah. nervous time. Yeah. I had a lot of ner- I mean, I still get nervous during, like, mm-hmm. certain sets. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and as time goes on, like, if my crowd gets bigger, mm-hmm. um, I still get nervous. Definitely. But practice is important. Mm-hmm. talking about practice? No, Definitely. no that's a fact. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but practice, <laughs> <laughs> practice is very important. Mm-hmm. It's like, and even when I practice, mm-hmm. 
you, it doesn't mean that you're going to actually play that set that you practice right, right. because most of my sets are always freestyle because mm. it's like you don't know what crowd you're going to get until you actually get there you gotta read the room um, right mm. but it's important to know what's in your crate True, true, okay, true, so true. that's why I practice because I know exactly what's in my crate and I know where to find it. I have like um, a lot of crates. I named them all kind of different things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, I know what crate I want to go into mm -hmm. when it's for that particular party with that time of the party and yeah, everything like that. Yeah, and just for, for for those who are listening, I even feel like you're you're telling your story, but you're also teaching. I don't even know if you realize that. Yeah. Like, and I think that's really dope, and that's like valuable, you know. And yeah. I think that's as dope. Even like reflecting on your journey is probably helping someone else who's just trying to figure it out you know yeah. so that's that's really dope that's oh, really thank dope. You. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah so like i mean when we first linked up today like you were talking about like traveling and sort of like doing a lot yeah. now and i feel like it's great to see you know even from when we first met i feel like there's been so much progression for you you know yeah. and like but it's all been natural you know you just mm -hmm. sort of been like handling things as they come yeah yeah how, how does it feel sort of like what, what you're where you're at now sort of in, in learning um yeah. i mean i i still feel like i have so much more to do i'm i'm happy i'm doing things that i actually wrote down that i wanted to do right you know um now i'm djing uh foreign artist and DJing for Lexi. She's really dope. Yeah. You should check her out if you haven't heard her. Yeah, for those who don't know, let, yeah. let them know who, who they yeah. are. Yeah, well, uh, Lexi, she's a um, singer and she's really dope. Uh, she has a new project that'll be out soon. She has mm. a new single out called I'd Rather. Go check it out. It's on all uh, streaming platforms. Nice. And um, we, we did a couple shows. Uh, our first, well, it was a tour. It was mm. a mini tour. And um, our first stop was in Philly. Nice. So the Philly show was good. A lot of people came out for her. Mm. Um, the next one was in Chicago. Chicago, I didn't go to that particular mm -hmm. show, but she killed it. Nice. And then now we have a show September uh, 4th, and oh, it's going to be in New York, okay. um, I think, at the Delancey. So nice. if you have time, pull okay. up. Nice. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like that's also probably interesting for you, too, DJing in that capacity. Yeah. You know, what's that like? Because it's a difference, you know? Honestly, I feel like my with my DJ experience right now, I'm getting all different types of platforms to DJ in. Like, mm. um, I'm DJing for schools. I just did a middle school gig. Um, I get experience with weddings and yeah. sweet 16s. Um, and then, you know, the party crowd. I get experience with that. And then also get experience with bars in Midtown. Right. So, like, like my computer and my hard drives are like yeah. packed with all kinds of different music definitely yeah. um mm -hmm. but i'm just like kind of appreciating all my experiences and just kind of going with the flow yeah no that, <laughs> that's the best way to do it yeah. like i feel like i mean you said it i feel like sort of when you go with the flow and just like allow things to sort of just happen in front of you and just realize like okay here's an opportunity I'm willing to take that step of faith and just see see how it goes. Like yeah. I feel like that's sort of how we're moving now. You know, a lot of yeah. us are, and it's it's come, becoming more natural. You know, yeah. we're getting more comfortable with our flow, and yeah. and more things are happening because of it. You know, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um it's also just staying consistent and just learning something new every day. Like, mm. um, but I do practice about one hour every day. Mm. Like it's important to just get at least one hour of practicing. Mm. every day are you like a, a morning practicer or like um mm -hmm. it's it's really when i find time because some mm. mornings are different than the right. others right. um right. so it's i'm a dj full time so yeah. i could find that hour within my day to, to do it um 
sometimes it might be like right after the gym sometimes mm -hmm. it might be later at night so <laughs> yeah yeah nice yeah so, so what are you looking forward to doing like some of the things that you would hope to do that you haven't done yet or travel to um i well now that i've done this mini tour and we're doing this this is fun you know i i always wanted to tour like on a bigger scale mm -hmm. um which will come with yeah. time i want to produce mm. uh mm. i would like to produce um i've got up with a couple friends i started i make like a couple mashups yeah. um yeah. i do that like with different artist songs mm. um but producing is something that's like on my yeah list. And just even hearing you say that, that makes a lot of sense because since you've sort of been DJing in all these different arenas and learning how to cater music to certain types of people, all types of people really, I feel like you would understand now how to create music that sort of would also fit, you know, the type of people you're trying to reach, you know, yeah. so yeah, it makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. So what type of music would you produce? If you um, I like um, the way that I want to say like Kate Trinata kind of produces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I also would like to make beats. Like, mm. uh, Timberland and uh, Pharrell are like uh, inspirations yeah. for me. So, yeah. like, I would like try to like make beats like that. But mm. it's like, I would like to make albums. Yeah. Like, how DJ Khaled makes albums and like Kate Trinata makes songs like that. So, Full concepts. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, dope. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I really am. me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we were just talking about this new opportunity that you started. Can you yeah. talk about it? Okay, so shortly after, like, uh, me practicing and going out with Jazz and doing um, all of his gigs and everything, mm -hmm. working with him, um, I got a my first residency last year, June. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly when I, like, stopped working, too. So mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I was working for a company for five years. Wow. Um, and then they had let me go because of lateness. But I was always <laughs> late because... I was always late because I, w I started DJing and I'm just mm. like, I was on the verge of putting my two weeks in anyway. Yeah, you could feel so, yourself transitioning. Yeah, so it was role. fine. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, like, hey, <laughs> it's kind of left. I had a gig that day anyway. I said, all right. right. So um, I had got my first residency on a Thursday and then um, I worked that for like, um, like a month and I was doing really great. And then uh the promoter hit me in he's like hey i want you to cover another spot mm. so then i got my second wow. residency wow. um shortly after that a couple months later mm. uh there's a lady that works in the restaurant next door and she's like hey i like you i want you to do my brunches on yeah. sundays yeah. and then that became my third wow. residency wow. And now I have four residencies in total over time. Yeah, so, so. that's just that's the flow. You know, it's yeah. like you literally take one opportunity, make the best of it, and then other opportunities come from that. Right. Yeah. And, and then I have yeah. my in between gigs mm. uh, when I do like maybe something for artists right. or just other parties. I have time to do that. Mm. So that's also something to acknowledge is the fact that you may not have been realizing it as you were doing it, but you were literally creating your own life and lifestyle as you were doing it. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's like, you already spent the time sort of practicing your craft and getting like technically good at it, technically sound. And then now it's like that you're in these positions, you can like make the most of it. And yeah. then like that creates more opportunities, you know? So like, it's, that's, that's great to hear. I'm glad you even shared that. Yeah. Cause like, I, I'm just thinking like, that's that's exactly how it should be, you know? And I feel like you're mm -hmm. sort of becoming comfortable in that, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just, 
you know, I'm just gonna keep going. You're flowing, you're flowing, yeah. you know? So so do you think that, um, you know, you would wanna do residencies in other countries one day? Or? Yeah, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> where where oh, are some yeah. places you wanna I'm, go? Europe is one. Um, yeah. I have uh, yeah. a few, homies. you actually know it, Paulie, he was uh, telling me about yes, uh, yes. Back to Life, and he was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, he, I, he was telling me I should come to Europe uh, during a specific time yeah. or whatever. So whenever I do, I'll probably like reach out and like, hey, where should I be? Definitely. But definitely. when I go to other uh, cities or um, just anywhere, I always try to, I go to the clubs yeah. and I introduce myself. Yeah. And Atlanta, now I get a lot of bookings in Atlanta because mm. I did that mm. when I went to Atlanta and I introduced myself to certain DJs and then I was able to get booked for A3C last year because wow. Wow. I went there for a music festival and I, you know, in the internet's powerful if right. you use it right. Right, right, right. And I met DJs, I introduced myself and I just did follow-ups and that's how I get most of my gigs. Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of sending emails or going and then going outside mm. and mm. like introducing myself. Yeah, it's like you're very proactive. You know, yeah. it's like you're not you're not waiting for it's, things to happen. You're right, not because it happen. yeah, because when you like I, after I start working too, I told myself I'm not getting another job. And it's like when you have nothing else to focus on, it's like then, like how are you going to stay financially stable? So you your mind starts to work in mm. ways that you needed to because that's all you're thinking about. You're not thinking about oh, well, damn, I gotta get up to go to mm. file these papers today or do mm. this. No. You're thinking about how can you make yourself more successful? Like, what can you do today uh, better? What, you know, to invest to, in yourself. Yeah, right, you exactly. Know? I think that's that feels better. Even if it's like the longer route or the harder route to take, yeah. you feel so much more fulfilled yes. when you do accomplish those goals because it's like what you actually wanted to do. Right. It's yeah. not what somebody told you to do right. or you're not finishing a report. It's like, this is something that I wanted for myself and I got it. Right. You know, there's no other feeling like that. You know, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're all living our life, you know, we're all doing a hundred different things, but like I really value this time to just like listen. You know, I feel like, yeah. you know, even for, for a lot of us, we're like constantly going, 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 and we never even take the time to think like, yo, this is this is a, a dope life, you know, like or yeah. yo, I just did this, this and this, and it's like almost like you, the, know, you know? <laughs> I feel like with me personally, yeah. I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like mm. I just don't feel like I'm I've done enough. So it's right, just like right. I just have to do more mm. and even when I do like reach something like oh I've met Jay-Z and he wanted to work with me you know gotta speak these things into existence because mm. it will happen yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. no, yeah. Uh, yeah. I still feel like okay once that happens okay what's next mm. so it's mm. like you know I'm grateful I'm blessed but it's always more to do right yeah. right right yeah so I'm looking forward to seeing that happen you know thank you for being on the podcast by the uh, way no problem thank you for yeah, having me absolutely so how can people find out about you and also what you're going to be doing next um I mean well you can follow me on uh Instagram uh it's Rhonda Rocks R-H-O-N-D-A-R-O-X on Twitter it's the same just DJ in front of it and on SoundCloud it's Rhonda Rocks soundcloud.com uh backslash Rhonda Rocks nice nice well thank you again I appreciate it uh this has been the open canvas I'm Taj Alexander with my friend Rhonda Rocks and we out thank you to find out more about the open canvas hit up our website theopencanvas.com also stay tuned to our Instagram at the open canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, Taj, T-A-J dot open canvas at gmail.com. This has been the open canvas produced by Taj Alexander.